What's going on, Wolves? It's Lotus all over here, bringing you another episode of Conscious Conversations with Lo. And today, I'm smiling again. I smile at all these episodes, if y'all don't realize this by now, y'all. Because my, my, my girlfriends, my wolves, they're literally the freaking coolest beings on this planet. And I have another cool-ass person for y'all to get to know, okay? This is my K-Wolf. Caitlin, or better known as Kate Clouds, honey. She is a multi-passionate creative whose empire state of mind has gotten her carving a lane of her own. She's a dancer, a content creator. She's Afro-Latina, okay, because that needs to be said. She's a cannabis advocate and a self-proclaimed anime nerd. Oh, we have to talk about that a bit more because I'm actually really excited, okay? <laughs> Kay aims for the inclusion of Black and Brown voices with modern digital media and the normalization of surrounding mental health. She is truly incredible. And welcome, boo. How are you? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm over here smiling the whole time. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor to be here and to have this experience with you. Oh Thank you so much. Same. Baby wolf. Same. <laughs> wolf gang gang gang. Okay. Wolf gang 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 gang. <laughs> October very early. Okay, yes, here, by I'm the way. All right. Um, oh, yep. So as you can see, me and Kay, we really just we just have a good time together. So this is gonna be a really <laughs> fun episode. Um, let's get into how we met because it's actually really um fun because we met through yeah. uh Jasmine, right? From the Creative Woman Build, yeah? Yes, we do. Shout out Jasmine if you're listening. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And it was mm-hmm. so much fun. She was just I think you ended up getting a scrub and we met in person. I was like, oh, let me just give it to you in person. Yes. You were like, are you sure? You doesn't want to mail it to me? I'm like, no, let's meet up. Exactly. And I'm gonna tell you, I was so nervous because I know Jasmine uh because she like puts up like in, you know how she like shouts people yeah. out and stuff. So I remember she put you on her story and I just I was just so encapsulated by your oh, look, you know. You. Not even you know what I mean? Like on some full, like I was like, my heart. She's so pretty. I was like, what is going on? So I clicked your page and like I was, you were all about you know the holistic and like spirituality and all that shit. Um, so then I started following you and like you said you were posting up scrubs and I'm like, ooh, I was like, is it weird? Like she don't know me. I don't want to feel like a stalker. Like I'm just vibing. I'm totally a stalker. And then you're like, let's see each other. So that's fine. <laughs> and I got so red. I don't know. Um, and then we met. And I specifically remember we met. We met at Joe's Forty Second. I think it was the fourth. Yes, right? Yes. Oh my God, Lotus! I was so nervous. I don't think I ever told you. I was nervous. My hands were sweating. I was like, my Stop. cheeks are red. I'm like, I'm such a weirdo. So yeah. it's totally fine. <laughs> no, I'm like a yeah. As as extroverted as as I seem, I'm actually low key also introverted. Like I'm very shy. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I'm. It's weird. So I'm like, oh my God. <gasps> yeah, oh my god it was so much fun we literally used the scrub there i think i remember washing your yeah. hands when i think about how i meet some of my girlfriends i'm like this is how we we're meant to be because the fact that you were not weirded out by me like let's go to the bathroom and wash your hands like sure ma'am yeah. i just met you yeah uh- and i think that's what what made me calm down and kind of feel at ease is the fact that you did that you're like let's go yeah let's like, do what? it now and you grabbed my hand and you're like right here i'm like so then that's why I was like, oh, she's so sweet. Yes. And it. we've just been, we've been together ever since. Like we have matcha dates, y'all. It's just, it's a vibe. Mm-hmm. She's literally yeah. the freaking coolest. And I've seen you just expand and, um, expand and explore your creativity in so many different mediums. And that's why I wanted to have <laughs> yeah. you on this um, podcast episodes to talk about cannabis and movement because you are mm-hmm. a cannabis advocate and 
I also love the way that you talk about your connection with cannabis because you give real life experience, but you also have hella facts and like statistics (laughs) to like back up everything that you're saying. And I feel like that's just so important because it takes away that stigma that people who use cannabis unfortunately receive. Like we're like, we just aren't productive with our lives or whatever the case is. And it's like, actually, no, this is one of the smartest people I've ever known. They just know how to fucking relax. (laughs) Like that's that's really what it is. Just like you drink drink your tea or you drink your coffee or however you like, I have my way. It's perfectly fine. You know, it's it's all about, you know, on how you do it, how much like dosage is everything. It's it's all about indulgence. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't even have to be cannabis. It can be something like tea Mm. or coffee. You know, if you drink too much coffee, that's really bad for the system. You get the sugar. Mm-hmm. So I think it's I think it's with anything, you know, and I don't think cannabis should be any different. I so. could not agree more. It is literally such a healing plant. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is such a I just I'm always surprised that it's illegal, but then I'm not surprised that it's illegal because yeah. I mean, if you're black, I mean, you understand exactly. what the hell is going on. Uh, you know what I'm <laughs> yes, and I don't know if you've seen um a great uh, uh speaking of illegal great uh documentary that goes into that is one on netflix called that Glasses is my Dina. documentary okay <laughs> if you, first off side note wolves if y'all have not watched grass is greener especially if you are a cannabis user what are you doing please go and take mm-hmm. the time after this episode watch it screenshot that you watched it tag me tag k so we know mm-hmm. you watched it yep because it is so informative. It, I'm so grateful yeah. that I, I watched that documentary. I learned so much. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I really like how that documentary, what, what differentiates that with others, is that it goes into every access of cannabis, mm-hmm. you know? It goes to the criminalization. It goes to the history. And then also goes into the music. It goes how cannabis is in different cultures, you know? Um, so I think... And I, I remember watching that documentary. When it finished, my mouth was open. Yeah. I... I was, I felt so informed, mm-hmm. but I was also like frustrated. I was like, mm-hmm. "There's wow. work to be done." And I think, yep, exactly. I think that's what really pushed me to to explore more because it's just like, now this can't be keep happening. Mm-hmm. You know? So, oh my gosh, you know. okay. Grass is greener, guys. Watch so it. Grass is good. Greener. All right. So, tell us about your cannabis journey and how you became an advocate and why you use cannabis um, with movement because that's really important. I really want to share that. Yeah. <laughs> so. um uh, my journey with cannabis. So it started kind of late, I guess, compared to other people. I didn't start, can- I didn't start like, you know, smoking or consuming until I was in, in college. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's typical, like freshman year of college. Um, but at that time, it wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't really like into it like I am now. It was just, you know, oh, it was just part of like a social thing. You smoke, you drink, you party, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I would have to say it wasn't until, um, I would say it wasn't until like five years ago I was coming out of like a rush, a rough, rough mm. patch. Um, at the time, because I went to two colleges, right? So the first college I went to, I was in a terrible, bad relationship. Mm. I was in a domestic abusive, yeah, I was in a domestic abusive relationship in which that caused me to fail out of college. You know, I was emotionally and physically manipulated. I hear you on that. I've actually went to something unfortunately similar. So, yeah. Um, so after that made me, you know, I, I filled out of college and I had to go to a community college and basically start over. Um, and when you're at that time, you know, I, you know, all I had was like, cannabis, mm-hmm. right. So what led me to that long story short was that, you know, I come from a, a Latino Christian mm. family. So you know mm-hmm. how they feel on cannabis. Yeah. 
um so it was sort of I so because of that and I couldn't really like get away with smoking the house I was like all right what's something that could keep my Mm -hmm. peace so then that's when at the time like I delve into the other side of of bad substances you know I had a pill problem um I had a Xan problem you know coke Mm -hmm. and all that and it wasn't until I almost you know I almost overdosed and I was in the hospital I was like bro like there's something I know there's something not okay with mm. me, right like I get sad more than usually other people and it's okay that I need help you know but it's like what's something that's not gonna land me in the hospital and that's when I landed back on cannabis and that's when I really started getting into it and researching it and connecting that with what I do every day because I just didn't want to believe something that is naturally grown you know and it can help people is hindering right. someone so Right. So I was like, that doesn't make sense. So that's when I really started looking into it. I was like, okay, so let me take a joint and walk mm-hmm. around. Let me take a joint, like right before dance class, see how I feel. Am I really swamped? You know, and that's, that's when I started getting into it and kind of like rolled into it. And, and you know, now, <laughs> long story short, now I'm here. And I think that's, that's what really started my journey was the fact that, you know, I went through a terrible situation. I wasn't, I wasn't in a space where I was able to medicate safely without judgment mm. you know so being a household and I think that's what led me, led me to cannabis is like you know the shame and then coming back to this like you know what the fact is like thinking caring about what other people think is what led me in the hospital <sighs> you know oh I don't like you smoke I don't like the smoke smoke okay so I'm gonna do something right. else but you know this is who I am and that's okay uh, first off the way you're just so unapologetically yourself I'm here for the energy yeah. Okay, I'm here yeah, for the energy. Because I see it as like, um, I think uh, my mom told me when she was younger, um, she was like, no one can use ammo that you accept yourself. So mm. it's like, I am who I am. So it's like, oh, you used to be this. Okay, and right when you take that That's power away of like the guilt and the shame that people are yeah. trying to imply by your past experiences, it's a whole mm-hmm. different ball. Like you, you literally are just like, okay, sure, that happened, right? And I mm-hmm. went through the same thing with um. My diagnosis with bipolar, my mom was like freaking out. Yeah. She was like, you can't tell anybody because you're a teacher and they, they're going to think that you're ill-equipped. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And I just, you know, I tried doing the whole like living in secret thing. But first off, between that and the lupus diagnosis and taking Percocets every day, taking um, mm-hmm. Vicodin and codeine for pain management. And I'm, I'm literally taking like these hardcore narcotics just to get out of bed. It yep. didn't make any sense. And I was hiding, mm-hmm. you know, essentially this um, legal quote unquote drug use because I was, it was like, a, like at least two or three pills a day of like top tier, mm-hmm. like narcotics. That makes no sense that they gave me that given like my physical body and what I could possibly handle. Like now mm-hmm. I think about it, I'm like, oh my God, y'all, I'm surprised I'm not dead. But um, doing that mm, and then yeah. having the stigma of, like, the Black community of, like, okay, we know how we feel about mental health, so you can't talk about it. And wanting to find a way to, like, almost escape because it's just, like, I felt the pressure pushed me so much to where I got to the point of what you're talking about. It's like, yep, I was diagnosed with bipolar. What's next? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, educating myself on my diagnosis as well and, and what I went through in my experience. Mm-hmm. So when someone did say something like that, not only could I own up to my experience because I had it but I could also be on some like actually xyz so people like oh you're acting bipolar what does that mean because and and having a conversation and (laughs) even getting certified as a mental health aide because I'm like we have to break the stigma in black communities about alternative medicine like cannabis and how 
good it is for us to use and how it's so healing in our body, how our body already has a system built to process it. So how can it be bad for us if our Mm -hmm. body naturally has a system and also just getting rid of that stigma of like, just, it's crazy. But then you also, when you watch a documentary like Grass is Greener, you understand where the stigma comes from, right? You understand like Mm -hmm. it was a form of protection. Like let's stigmatize this because it's putting our our black men in our, in, in jail at rapid rates. So yep. if we stigmatize the use of cannabis, then y'all can't go to jail for that. When in fact, they're trying to put us in jail for absolutely every single thing they could possibly put us in jail for. It's not just cannabis. So I just, absolutely. I love how unapologetic you are in your truth and in your experience. Um, and that shows in how you move. Because let me tell y'all, Shorty's a dancer, okay? Shorty be out here, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with your videos. <laughs> know, They're yeah. so good. Thank you, thank you. I really, I really, I really do do be trying. I think that's a big part I want to show is 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 I want to combine you know dancing and cannabis and movement because um, so let's just talk right. about two separate things right and how they how they coincide co- coincide together. Mm-hmm. So we have cannabis and like you mentioned earlier, um, we have receptors in our system to receive mm-hmm. this this chemical right. Um, and I also, is also that cannabis is also one of the few plants that sort of matches up with our Indian, Indian cannabis mm-hmm. system. It's such a hard word. Why? Just why? Indian, <laughs> just why? Just why? So the uh, in, Indian mm-hmm. system, right? Um, even though there's many other plants that, that co-align with our receptors, um, they found that cannabis was, was, I think one of the only plants that had, I think, more more than 112 of its chemical right. aligned with our receptors. So we are mm-hmm. very aligned with this plant. Mm-hmm. So let's just talk about that. And you can go in depth. There's many different strands that aid in different things. There's some for joint pain, some for sleep, some for increase in health and mental um, activity. So you have that aspect. And then you have dancing and movement, right? So just dancing in general is just the just the flow of the blood, right? You even went to the, you even went shortly into this mm-hmm. in your um, Loba Land. How like yes. stretching is important, you know, because like For your energy downloads, yeah, body. you get to stagnant. It yeah, crazy. yeah, <laughs> it's crazy real fast, <laughs> right? And even dance is just a, a mm-hmm. form of therapy in itself. Mm-hmm. It's even a section. It's called um, DMT. So oh my god, therapy, I love that dance therapy. Yeah, um, so this it's even a whole section of therapy in itself, right? Because you can process things and process thoughts that words cannot, and mm. substances cannot, you know. And and I think when people think of dance. I don't, I don't want people to think like, oh, well, I have to be the dance dancer. No, mm. you just have to move, you know? You just have to move your body parts. And I think that's what it is. Um, and how they coincide is that if you find, um, I feel like if you find the correct strand for you, because let's be honest, I think we also have to be honest about cannabis. Not every strand Can we talk on that for a moment? Especially being on the East Coast. It's yeah. a different experience because it's not... <laughs> It's yeah. not, it's not California, right? Like when I went to California, I can go to a dispensary and like most of the dispensaries, because sometimes it's just, you have your hit and misses, but you could go there and ask questions. Yeah. And these people literally, they're considered like what, bud tenders? That's what they call them. And you can ask yeah. some questions. I'm like, look, yeah. I need to feel like X, Y, Z. And they're pointing you to strands that can give you those desired results. Whereas on the East Coast, mm-hmm. it's kind of like you just get it from your local guy and they don't really know what they got. Yeah. They, like, what you got? I got to pull out I got that salt. Like- <laughs> I just got the salt. I got, I got that yeah. Yes. And that becomes difficult because 
what it's what it says is that mm-hmm. there's like a limited access on the east coast because you could find a strand that's really good for you like i love me some mimosa that's my babe mimosa blue dream yeah I, I i'm in a mix yeah okay? i'm yeah, happy yeah. i'm here to go but it's not accessible all the time yeah. so you have to start to like do your research number one and i think that that's something very important i i've been advocating this since day one don't just consume cannabis just to consume cannabis you should really understand what you're putting in your body if you don't know the strand you shouldn't be taking Mm -hmm. it i feel like that's just really reckless because you don't know what it can do to you you don't know if it's indica dominant you don't know if it's Mm -hmm. dominant. you don't know if it's a, a hybrid you have no idea what you're putting in your body and then you're getting um results that you can't uh document and have a pattern to which is important because though cannabis is super healing, like you said, not every strand is for everybody. Like there are certain indicas that I can't use because it's too, um, it mellows my body out too much where I start to get a bit panicky because I'm yeah. not, like my energy is so low. You feel me? Yeah, I'm yeah, like, too, too much. Chill. I'm way like, too chill. Like <laughs> I should be doing something. And you need to yeah, know yeah. yourself enough and you need to know the strands that you're taking in to do that and I feel like that's just not culture on the east coast and I might be wrong but like besides you and like two other girls that I know Uh nobody knows what's going on they just they're just smoking flour and you don't you don't even know if that's actually cannabis Mm -hmm. at that point because if you're not studying it what are you putting in your body yep make it make Mm -hmm. sense and people yeah exactly make it make sense and I think and I think, like you said, it has to come, you have, it is reckless just to smoke whatever, because it's not like, I think people see, I think, because on the East Coast, for example, mm-hmm. like vaping and hookah is big. So a lot of people who can vape, they switch to cannabis. Oh, it's the same thing. Hookah, you don't breathe it in. And if you do, yes. it looks to your throat, but you're not supposed to breathe it in. Cannabis, you actually breathe it in and goes into your system, through your bloodstream and all that. So it's like, it's different. Um, so I think it's definitely, mm-hmm. you definitely have to do your research. Um but and I think also do it also just an environment with your friends or just in your house because if you're consuming something you never want to do something important because I also I also want people to understand that uh, another reason why I show my dancing is because I want to fight the stigma that stoners or consumers are mm-hmm. oh we just it's stupid it's so dumb you know cr- ever since creating my my page I've met girl I've met lawyers I've met teachers I've met moms there's a huge oh, yeah, the mom mamas. Like the a mom was no joke, thing. honey. Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Cannamamas are no <laughs> joke. Okay. They are about this life and they are out here raising right? children and running empires using this flower mm-hmm. the way that they should. I'm here for all of it. Exactly. I'm here for all of it. And I think it's just like, you know, and I think when people do that, it's important to show that because you, that's part, that's part of fighting the stigma is, is, Mm-hmm. It's showing that you're not part of it. That's why I show my dance videos or I show and I write about it. I write about what I show, you know, because almost dance videos, if you see 10 times out of 10, I smoked before those dance classes. And I want to show people like I can smoke, I can consume, but I can still mm. follow my potential. I can still do what I need to do because people want to talk about, oh, I can smoke and dance. Yeah, you can smoke and do stuff. But to have choreography or let's say to do graphic design or whatever you're doing requires mm-hmm. multiple parts of your brain. That shows mm-hmm. that cannabis is an aid, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. a deterrent, you know? Um, and I think that's how I related to movement because uh, there are some strands that help with joint pain. And I think um, we can go into the whole thing, but please, um, there's also research of just how cannabis is medicinal and it helps people with, um, with like bone, mm-hmm. uh, like bone aches mm-hmm. and like joint aches and all that. 
there's even oh, like girls you guys already like know shout out hana because yeah. hana be out here holding your <laughs> girl down with the cbd solves because lord knows yeah. i don't even know how to manage mm-hmm. this pain without using um cannabis so a hundred percent what you're saying is just exactly i'm just resonating with every word because yeah. i'm just like yep mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah <laughs> right right yeah of course no i was like, like am i talking to this is so insightful because Okay. This is how I am. I, I didn't realize how passionate I was about cannabis use until having conversations with you um, and then also joining the High Vibe community. Are you a part of High Vibe yet? Because I... Did I? Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. All right. No, so I have to send you this girl then. So okay. essentially, High Vibe, shout out Eunice. Okay. She's amazing. We love her over here. <laughs> so she created this really dope platform for women cannabis users to um, build a better connection to cannabis, to better understand it. She has like a doctor on board that breaks down things like using cannabis during oh, pregnancy, dope. like really amazing, interesting topics that are considered mm. taboo. But she holds this safe collective for us to come mm. together. So we have like different segments. Like I'm in the um, cannabis and yoga, cannabis and spirituality groups they have the canamamas like there's it's such a dope network dope. i think we're like 70 plus women now so i have to put you in there too uh cannabis and mental health and mental wellness so like she's incredible too because she's created that that platform to destigmatize women using cannabis because there's also a separate mm-hmm. yeah. stigma just for us using it and and what that might mean and and mm-hmm. all that stuff exactly like that. So, shout out eunice so for so many, yes, can we just talk please. about the layers really quick. I feel like we're <laughs> branching. Like you said, there's stigma. So first, there's the first stigma, cannabis in general, first stigma. The second stigma is that we're women because if you even delve into cannabis, mm-hmm. it's male dominated, right? Um, the third stigma is that we're black women. So that's another stigma, right? Because we're women or also women of color. Because if you go to the cannabis industry, mm-hmm. the top women on there are white. Let's be, let's be honest. So I think there's so many layers I could not agree more. Yes. There's layers to everything and y'all need to just get 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 with it, especially if you listen to this podcast. (laughs) Y'all know I speak about layers, peeling things back (laughs) all the time. There are so many perspectives, (laughs) so many ways for you to process information. And that's why having candid conversations Mm -hmm. like this are so important. I'm hoping that you get to see yourself in me, you get to see yourself in Kay and be able to you know, if you're having um, a desire to, to lean more into cannabis or like wonder how to best use it, there, first of all, there's so many different ways to use cannabis too. It's not just a THC. It's not mm-hmm. just CBD either. There are like so many yeah. things. Yes. And it's not just smoking. Yeah, I think people are like sometimes afraid like, oh, I don't know about mm-hmm. smoking. I'll try to do a tincture. Like I've been before. doing, um, I've been mm-hmm. putting, I, so I have my Levo machine, which is like to infuse so I mm-hmm. infused um, a sativa strand. I forgot what it was called. Oh, snap. But it's a sativa strand with coconut oil. And I've been putting like um, about mm. a teaspoon in my morning matcha. And the focus, honey, yeah. the amount of work I'm able to freaking get done is just beyond. There's so many different ways for you to use cannabis. I put it in my bath. Um, with like my CBD bath bombs from mm-hmm. Open Apothecary. I put it in my my body scrubs from the Lobo Land mm-hmm. Beauty. I use it every single day internally and topically because it's that one thing that I can always rely on to bring me back into a harmonious state. And it's not just the psychoeffective yeah. properties of THC either. I'm also speaking about like 
the um, healing properties of CBD and its use and like I'll use drops and all that stuff like that. Like definitely, um, sorry y'all, for some reason there's a a fire truck. We can't, you know, we can't win them all. Um, <laughs> but can't escape it. I think that's so important for you to gain from this episode is that there are so many ways to use cannabis, right? Cannabis does not stop you from being productive, right? But it can help you to slow mm-hmm. down for those people who are workaholics because we need, we need breaks, all right? Yeah. Please understand and know that. Absolutely. And also just know like there's so many layers to this and that we're breaking stigmas every single day and we need to continue to do that. And mm-hmm. if you're someone that is propelling those stigmas and you're listening to this episode, whether you choose to use cannabis or not, that's not, you know, we're advocating for it so that you can use it if you want to, but don't make someone else feel bad or less than because they're choosing to use it and you're not. You know, we definitely want to get exactly, that out there yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. Oh yes. my God. This was so juicy. <laughs> I hope you guys really enjoyed that topic because I mean, yeah. gems, 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 gems. I say this every episode <laughs> because legitimately I have the coolest friends. Um, okay. <laughs> what is new? What's coming out that we should be focusing on when it comes to you and your work? Oh, me. Uh, okay. So, um, so my main point of, I guess, expressing and showcasing would have to be my Instagram, which is at k.cloudsx, so k.cloudsx. Um, so, uh, so I just made this page because mm-hmm. uh, you know me, Lois. I had a personal page. Um, I had a personal page, and I recently mm. decided to delete that about a month ago. Um, and start completely new. So this is now my only uh, page. So it's at kcloud.x, um, and that is where I show my dancing. That is where I show. My TikToks, I show my posts as well. Also, I am part of a cannabis section. Se- segment. <laughs> Ooh, that's just kidding. I'm part of a cannabis segment mm-hmm. called uh, The Puff TV. It's at The Puff TV. Yes, it's created oh. by Tyler Therapy. Shout out, Tyler. Um, Tyler is another force to be reckoned with in this industry. She's been in this industry. Yes, please, please. I'm just to do a bit about her because uh, she's actually like... Awesome, because she's actually, like, really important to me. So, um, Tyler Therapy, she is this badass um, Black cannabis user out in California. Her whole thing, she's not only um, mm-hmm. a natural lisa, her whole thing is, like, puff. Like, she's yes. all about, like, puff and tough. Uh, mm. She's a rapper. She has songs on SoundCloud and Spotify. Um, and she's actually just been in this game, you know? So, if you really dig this, you would really dig Tyler, what she does. Uh, so, she created the Puff TV um for a place of women of color to have different types of content sort of like a content platform uh, yeah so i'm part of the morning puff which is comes out sunday and mondays every other sunday and monday with me and my co-host um so we just have little tidbits of five to ten minute videos to help you get ready for the week and prep for the week uh, my co-host Drew, she is a yoga enthusiast, so most likely you will find her doing any breathing exercises or yoga flows or anything with the Zen. And then you I'm have obsessed me just being here <laughs> with the quizzes, you know. So check that out at the Puff TV. We are the Morning Puff. Um, check my Instagram at kclouds.x. Um, and that's where you yes. uh, find everything. And I think that's where I'm just going to keep it there. I, I definitely have other things I want to branch into. But we'll always just have you back because that so also works. Just, um, <laughs> because I'm sure yeah. people are going to love this. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. So I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I'll there. do that. Um, no, yeah. So be sure for that. Um, and I also want to say uh, just another thing I want to point out besides this dance, I want to intersect. I also want to intersect um, <gasps> cannabis and streetwear and fashion. I feel like that's something people don't talk about. And it's very common in the industry. If y'all listen mm-hmm. to me, let's be frank. Y'all use cannabis. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Outside of the vents, y'all smoking. <laughs> um, so I think that's something that's not talk about. And I think there's a small sector of female uh, streetwear enthusiasts who use cannabis but are not open about it. I think the only person I know is Visine Queen. I think she's her and mm-hmm. Up, Uplift Smoke Sessions. Okay. I think those are like the only two I know that are like down with their streetwear and also females in this game. So um, oh that's another God. thing I'm going to be doing on my All right. Page. Everything's so, going to be hyperlinked so in the out. show notes, Wolves. Yeah. You're welcome because I want you to be able just to click and go and follow and support I'm definitely going to be stalking her page as I always do because there's so much good information on there. And I'm going I'm to connect you to um, Eunice after this via email because I, I need to do that because I've been, she knows about you. I just, oh, I've yet to awesome, send awesome. referral, you. but you live and you learn, okay? Um, yes, yes. Oh, but either way, it's been a whole blessing having you on here to just talk about movement and cannabis because honestly those two things have been so important in my life and my own spiritual and mental um wellness journey like I need movement and it is so true when I Mm -hmm. use cannabis before like a dance class or just before me like putting on music just to kind of dance in my house girl to sway it's just the alignment I feel like I can feel the beat Mm -hmm. more you know what I mean it's yeah. it's a vibe it's mm-hmm. a vibe it's something i definitely strongly suggest you try out for sure of course um i am not a certified uh what is it considered i'm a certified practitioner in certain things but obviously go and consult with someone if you need to consult i don't want it to be this whole thing where you guys come back and like well you and Kay said like look me and Kay are speaking from our experience okay oh yeah yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> Um, we are definitely <laughs> cannabis advocates and of course you know i'm certified in herbalism and things like that but go to your professional your healthcare professional whatever the case is see what you can do um and see how you can implement it into your life also don't be afraid to get more than one opinion because again there is a stigma around use of cannabis if you know it's something that can benefit you continue to get Absolutely, the support yeah. until you get the support that you need look for it until you find it um, I had to literally mm. go all the way to like the West Coast in order for me to get the type of cannabis support that I needed and then build that community. Yes. Because, yeah. Yes, there, there is. Because there is cannabis within the medical field, which is kind of kind of strange, you know, when you when you talk to someone, they will kind of... Away from it. And they're like, here, take Percocets. Like, well, you know, this is just... <laughs> yeah. Makes you, mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes you feel like it's kind of an addiction. It's like... Uh, they're like you know sometimes when you mm-hmm. cannabis, it's like sweetie i i'm not new to this like don't like don't you know they just try to, so, yeah, yeah like be aware said, of that um, and yeah. yeah if you have any questions for me or Kay, you guys can leave voice notes if you're listening through the anchor podcast or you can dm us let us know in the show comments and of course share this episode with someone you love because again we want to bring all of our lost wolves home to Lobaland so that you guys can learn more from the incredible wolves and experts that are a part of the gang gang already and you can also learn more on mental and spiritual wellness a big shout out again to Kay. Thank you so very much for being a part of this. I love you so deeply. You are so talented and you are needed in this field and the work that you do is priceless. So I just want to put that out there for you because it's true. 
It's true. It's facts on facts on no. facts. New York. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it to the moon and back for sure. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <sighs> Thank you. Love you to the moon and back. Thank uh, you for having another me. Another episode in my heart is just unnecessarily filled. I don't know what I'm going to do with all this love, y'all. Um, okay. I will talk to y'all next episode. <laughs> See you later, wolves. Bye. Mwah. Besos.